Alrighty, guys. Welcome to another episode of Common Ground. Thank you for joining us again this week. I am Kelly. This is Thomas here. What's up? This is Sean. And it has been a uh, interesting week as far as politics and USA is concerned. Anyways, um, immigration definitely a big topic and right I know, now. I know Tom is going to say some stupid oh, shit. 100%. He's going to say some stupid shit. I want We'll see what happens. I want. I want to hear Tom because he's been prefacing it this whole entire week. He's been post posting links, all this stuff. My go to <laughs> thing right here. No, 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 no. My my go to thing right here is okay. So we're going to be talking about what's happening at the border. So specifically the new, well, not the new policy, but the recent turn of events where uh, Trump tolerance policy pushed by Trump's administration, which is causing child separation of illegal immigrants. And you know what? This is this is like this is the headline where it's like Trump's got nothing. It's not that Trump's got nothing against it, but it's like, Tom, this is this is pretty indefensible when you say if I if I frame it like this. Children are being separated from their families. And, well, it's a fact. Okay. To be fair, though, it has happened in the past. Okay, it was current. So let's get a little bit of foundation of what's coming from, and I don't know the specifics of each act. Neither do I. Um, but you know what but, I know? I know that children are being separated true, from their families. True. And I, but I would say this: it's not all Trump's fault. But so, where is it coming from? So Trump says that this is because of a democratic policy. That was pushed through during the Bush's administration. Um, so it was pushed through under what Congress, and then Bush approved it, and essentially said that the children shouldn't be held liable, so they shouldn't be sent back, but they should be held. And up until now, though, it hasn't been fully enforced. Well, recently, Trump's administration pushed through a zero tolerance policy, so this is the policy in place currently, and they're following to it to a T. Yeah. Which causes children separation. Yeah. So just and just to be a little bit more specific, when he's saying that there's a zero tolerance policy, what we're saying is that zero tolerance on illegal immigration. So instead, what what was usually the uh, the mode of operation was catch and release, which was that if uh, illegal immigrants were caught at the border and they happened to have children, they were released into America and they were given a court date and they were expected to return. Trump has now basically said that we're no longer releasing people. We're processing them fully until we determine their immigration status and then we act accordingly. Now, there's uh, just a little bit more background on why the child separation is happening is that there was a it's something like a like a court ruling where if uh, children of illegal immigrants were not allowed to be detained for more than 20 days, whether they be accompanied or unaccompanied. So whether they came on their own trying to reach their parents to the border or whether they came with their parents, they basically said you cannot detain the children for more than 20 days. So as a result, the only option is there's basically two options. According to this law, if we kept the law the way it is, one, you separate the child from the parents until the you know asylum status or whatever is determined, or you have to release the parents along with the kid per law. There's no other option. Those are the only two options. The other op- the third option, of course, is changing the law itself. So I'm the one thing that I first want to talk with, not so much because the whole separate thing is how aggravating everyone has been portraying this and how blatantly dishonest everyone's been about it. Because you know how, just like Fox News was saying that it's child actors. Child (laughs) actors! (laughs) Separate. First of all, the child actors thing was what? In, in, for this immigration thing? I don't know if I've heard about it. I've heard some, I I will say there's some really, really shitty spokespeople for conservatives, like for example, 
I think his name's Corey Lewandowski or something, where a woman was talking about how uh, there was a story of a 10-year-old Down syndrome girl who separated from her mom, and the guy goes, wah, wah. Like, how stupid, how unsympathetic do you have to be to say something like that? No matter what, whether you agree with the policy or not, that is just an asshole thing to say. So I'm not going to defend certain spokespeople, even the thing that Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, where he, like, quoted the Bible when he was talking about how to enforce the law. That was also just a dumb move. That was also a poor quote because that was the same quote used to justify slavery. Yeah. Very dumb. (laughs) I will say, there's been some really bad spokespeople, but one thing that I... I didn't, I don't appreciate is just like, for example, there was a news article which was talking about like these abuses that were happening, uh, to these immigrant children. There's abuses happening. Okay. So, so wait, real quick though, when, when you said that they're separated for the family after 20 days, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where are the children being held? They're taken to, uh, I don't know the exact details, but they're basically held in, uh, kind of like a foster care Apparently system. Apparently it is a Walmart and a warehouse. And how long, are they how long are they held there? Or how long are they separated from their parents? Until the parents have been processed. So how long, how all these children take? are returned to their parents once the parents have been processed. Whether they're being deported, whether they got asylum status. Yeah, how long, how long does it take to get processed? Uh, more than 20 days, that's for sure. I think more it's... More than 20 days. But that's the problem. That we're so you're right saying we're getting a month away from... Again, these... Okay, if you're a kid mm-hmm. and you're seven years old and all of a sudden... You get separate, like you're you're separated forcibly you're forcibly mm-hmm. separated, and you don't see your parents for a month. Mm-hmm. Maybe that, more, maybe, maybe more, maybe more. Yeah, that that sounds usually, terrifying for the usually. Kid. What happens is they're they're put in a uh, kind of like a care system, which I don't know the exact name of it. Um, and then if they can identify a foster family or close relatives that are in the United States, they will be uh, released to those uh, people until uh, the parents have been processed. Uh, or they're kept in these centers until the parents have been processed. Now, there are some, some of the centers look pretty nice and they're in good maintained shape. They're, you know, they have that's clean the, water, that's the pictures food, I've been seeing. medical service. Well, no, yeah, so, of course, that's, fair, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. no, but to be fair, some of the pictures being used have not always been accurate either. Yeah, so on both sides of the fence, whether it is Fox News or CNN, both sides have been representing it. Pretty poorly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they, 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 I, it's just they've been pushing for whatever side it was. Yeah. For example, uh, and I'm not, um, I'm not all saying that conservatives are bad here, but I think it was Fox News or at least a conservative um, news outlet who, and this was covered on Philip Frank earlier this week. Um, they posted an image of you know these kids holding guns, pointing at the camera. Well, that image was from Syria. The kids were not Mexican or Hispanic at all. And that was back in 2011. And the photographer came out and said, hey, this is my photo. And it, it's nothing to do with this at all. And they wrote an article on it saying that these are what the kids that were taking in and whatnot. So both sides of the That's fence terrible, have been. Yeah. yeah, both sides of the fence have definitely been. And then on the on the left side, there was that one with the kids in the cages. Yeah, but that was from 2014. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it wasn't even like related to immigration. It was related to like a natural disaster or something. Yeah, where they were just you know at that point in time, you just have to put it somewhere. Just a general Uh, overarching theme is this lack of like doing your due research before you post it out. That's like a huge problem. But but that's (laughs) the thing though. Like to them, it's like they're just gonna do it. Because it gets clicks, you know, mm-hmm. what is going to get a bit more clicks in? What's going to get more publicity? And that's the that's the downside of um, media outlets, large media outlets. And I think that's why they're also dying. Yeah. Um, now, okay, just so before we stray too far away, I, I want to ask the question: What do you think the solution is? Do you think 
these kids should be kept with their parents in custody. That's option one. Option two is do you think these kids should be separated while the, while the parents are being processed? And then option three, of course, is just let's release everyone who has, who has uh, children crossing the border illegally. So I don't think there's a right answer to this. I definitely don't want a complete let's release everyone them through because they have a family. I don't like that mm-hmm. uh, because there's really been no, um, I guess, interview. There's no process. There's no an- analysis of who's coming in. And so, there's also the idea that some bad people see that children as a golden ticket and they'll use it yes. as a way to traffic illegal immigrants through by using children, exactly. essentially. So it yeah. has happened before. So I don't think uh, just letting them through is an option. But I don't believe in separating the kids. Yeah, I don't believe family. in separating them. I, I feel like the reason why this is having a problem or causing more of a problem is the idea of a zero-tolerance policy. And anytime a zero-tolerance policy goes through, whether oh, it, it is... it never works out. Yeah, it never works out because you have to take it case by case. Examples of this all the time. We see it on schools. Well, two kids got in a fight each other. Well, we find out that one of them didn't even had like didn't want to fight at all, but had was pulled into the situation. Both are suspended. Does that sound fair? No, but they're operating under a zero tolerance policy. But no. remember, the zero tolerance policy is in regards to illegal immigration and not a zero tolerance as far as separating children, whether they choose to separate the children or not. They're just enforcing the law as it is on the books. Yeah, but if I if I'm a school. This is our law. This is our thing in place. Don't fight. Zero tolerance would say that I have to suspend both of them. And we, I can look at that and say, no, that's not – That's, in, that's, that's not a problem right. with the law then, right? Not so much the way that it's being enforced. I think you have to take it into account because you have to look at the situation and see – and make a call for it. It can't – when you – anytime you do a blanket zero tolerance policy against anything, you're always going to go through and you're going you're gonna to ruin things, I would say. See, I would disagree. I like the idea of a zero tolerance policy because it shows you what's bad about that law. So, for example, we see now when there's a zero tolerance policy. Are we talking about the school or are we talking we about, talking about school? Zero, I, I, I yeah. want to talk about the school because I, I feel let's like I get that more. Originally, than uh, yeah. Let's say originally you say we don't want kids fighting our school. We're going to put a, a a rule in our school that says if you fight, you're getting suspended. And that's the and zero tolerance, you, or is and, that and the right now right? I'm going to support it on and, on rule. yeah on zero tolerance policy. Meaning, anytime a fight happens, whatever, we're going to strictly enforce this rule. And then you start seeing that kids who are innocent that, you know, maybe didn't want to fight or whatever, they get suspended. So then now instead of saying, okay, we're only going to partially, you know, enforce this policy. No, what you should go back to and say, okay, let's change the rule by saying that, you know, we want no fighting at our school and we will suspend the person who starts the fight always. Something like that. You know, you change the rule. That's not zero tolerance anymore then. Well, no, no, you're still zero tolerance and per that that rule, it's right? Until the rule changes, yeah. that you will have to follow. It's the rule that needs the changing, not the way it's enforced. Zero tolerance refers to how much you enforce that, and you're saying that you enforce it 100%. I would say the problem in this case, though, there is there's not going to be a right answer. You know, tell me what is the right answer when in regards to this. No one knows. We always some people argue catch and release. Other people argue no, we have to stop them and separate them. Where there, what there would is be your no right answer? What would be your uh, case by case scenario. Where would be one case where you say they should See, be kept? No, in one this case, you know, my mind, DACA is a great option of this. Is where What's DACA? DACA was when immigrant children who were brought here, just like these children that were under no control, they came into the system and they this they themselves signed up for this program that was pushed through under the Obama administration. I think Obama actually put through an executive order for this. Mm-hmm. But they step out. They say, "Hey, I want to join your program." I believe, or at least from my knowledge, they get a fast pass 
to gain citizenship. But along that way, you have to prove that you're in school, that you're paying taxes. Where are you at? Are you pursuing college? All these requirements to make you, I would say, a good citizen. So, you know, something, a productive citizen is what they're looking for. But you know what? That is being trying to overturn right now from Trump. So I like DACA, but look at that. that. I see that as my option. That's like what we should be doing. We should try to be giving these kids an opportunity to develop themselves and grow and become American citizens, not just reject them out and say that, well, you were born in the wrong country. Well, you were pulled over here from no choice of your own, but we're not going to let you in. So uh, my solution is something of, something along the lines of DACA. That is what is good, but that's how being that, overturned. How does that fix child separation? Let's stick to child separation, not mm, DACA. Yeah. I think the reason why it's fixed child separation is because right now you're separating the child from the parent, right? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that child is just essentially in limbo until then. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with those children? During this time period, what do you do during after that time period? Because I can tell you right now, it's not going to be 20 days. The yeah, more and dude. more that this continues, the longer and longer it's going to take. And before we know it, it could be years before a, a court So where should the kids go? Where? Why can't the kids just stay with their parents? I think the I, I think uh, I think the during the entire process, where are the parents during this process? They're when detained. The, they're in, in they're in detention detention centers. Yeah, but why? What it seems like that is like why can't we just keep them together? Because and why does there to be- was because okay so here's the reason why let me give you a little background so actually before uh, catch and release policy that was happening that children uh, were being kept to their mothers essentially the the uh, administration under Obama got sued for that saying that it was inhumane for the children to be kept in these detention centers that they need to be in the least restrictive environments possible which is not a jail or you know essentially a jail so they got sued for keeping the kids kids with the parents. Then this is where the the separation policy came into place. They're getting bashed for that, that they're separating children from parents. So there's really no solution. It's according to people who are opposing this. They want, they like literally the ultimate goal of these people is really open borders. They want. No, it's not. You believe believe it is because that's the, that's your idea. Tell me. Okay. No, no, no. Um, Tell me. One first people were complaining that children are being separated. Then. Uh, uh, Republicans try to pass a standalone bill saying that children can stay with the parents. It got rejected by Democrats. And then Trump signs an executive order and they say children being kept to their parents is inhumane as well. What is the solution? There is no other answer. Well, the answer is maybe they shouldn't be detained in the prison. It could be, why can't the parents be with these kids in the same type of infrastructure? Yeah, like the warehouse have, area. The warehouse where they are open to will, more. Well, they, these are essentially the same thing. They're no, they're not. They're not. You they're not. Like, you said, you just said detention center. You said basically it's jail. Well, they, they, yeah, they, and they're very restrictive. Mm-hmm. That's what the bill was for. It's saying that you can't have these kids in prison cells, which essentially what the parents are in right now, right? Well, I'm. Well, I would also argue that how do we know these are the parents of children of these children, for example? Okay. How would how would that? Here's the thing. Your this is why you don't know is because you have a zero tolerance policy. Because you're, you're not going to take it case by case. What you're going to do is like, oh, they have kids. and oh, This is what's going to happen no matter what. You're generalizing. But that's what you're trying board. to do. You're trying to generalize saying that if they have kids, then they should be kept in these better centers. I think so. Well, because who, why would they be traveling without well, them? And if they were, Yeah, and that's the thing. Until you can prove it otherwise, are you going to say that this kid is not yours? What do you mean? Until you can prove otherwise, are you going to go to that parent and say, I don't believe that that, kid is, that child is your child, so we're going to separate you. I'm, what I'm saying is that, well, I think they're doing it for the kid. They're not doing it to separate to determine whether the kid's parents or not. But they're, they're saying that they want to 
keep these children safe until they know who these parents are. So the parents are, are the parents not safe? It's kind of like the idea it, they could be dangerous. Like I said, they, there's are many cases of where kids are basically being smuggled, used to smuggle into the United States. This Their is, kids being found dead in the desert after true. they're released. Is this, is this yeah. all true? Yeah. But at the same time, you're telling me that you're going to say, I don't believe this child is yours, so we're going to separate you guys until we can prove otherwise. I'm saying that, th- I'm saying that, uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the point to me is uh, whether to, the, the question is whether to keep the kids with the parents in a detention center, whatever it may be. I think, it, yeah, that, that's what you should pursue. But, but keep it in a detention center that is the ones that the kids are kind of working on right now, where it's a little bit more open, focus on education, focus on giving a little bit more freedom. You know, that's, you know, the, that's what's the goal is, right? You know, you want these kids to be um, protected to it in some, some extent. Right, right. So why can't the families be with them in those areas? And this is a temp, you know, what you said, it's supposed to be a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be a lifetime yeah, thing. I, I guess yeah. I don't, I don't see that as a bad solution. Um, but, but, here, but here's the thing, Tom, that's the solution that we're trying to, I'm trying to bring. I would say I'm more liberal, but no, you want, you're saying that the entire left wants open borders. Well, <laughs> wait, no, entire... because you're going to still say no matter what, or, or, or I'm not going to say no matter what, because I don't know what the future holds, but I would postulate that they would just call these things jails. They would, they would, classify these centers where these kids are being kept well, we as jails who would say that the well, no, no, people I, I, are saying that they're I saying agree. these are cages and these you know these kids are on the you know in benches agree. yeah i agree but then i would say that that's also a small part of them i don't think that that is the main goal of the entire side or entire party or an entire thing because when you say that you generalize the Entire party to the most extreme version of that. I, of that I general, I generalize what I see from main media outlets. So what I hear if from I Washington the Post, same type, if New I Yorker, the same type of type of attitude to you, mm-hmm. I would say that the entire Republican or conservative side believe that these are child actors acting. Their I've identity. never heard that once. Fox News, Tommy Lauren, I think Tommy Lauren, Tommy whatever Lauren, that, whatever that. I would have is. to take a look so at that. That, that was literally say, what she was. Let's, let's say she did. But, if you have to take a look, are you saying that they? They're, she's saying that's, that they are child actors and that Trump. Does, yes, and that Trump should not believe them because he watches the media. We can pull up a clip of it. And let's, and, say, let's But that's the thing. I recognize that. I say like, no, that's one lady that I would say is very extreme representing a side and that's not what every conservative wants. There's a ton of conservatives that are stepping out saying that we should not separate these families. That we don't want to separate these families. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And but you know what? If I'm gonna take the same attitude as you, why should I not generalize because the now every, every I just Democrat feel like wants I, open borders. But, but I'm no no what I'm saying is that, no, no I agree not every Democrat but uh left Leftist. I make. I always make a distinction between people who are liberals and people who are uh, uh, leftists. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. You're saying left. What, okay, so what is what's the leftist? Yeah, what is the leftist of a Democrat? Leftist is a is like an extreme form of liberalism. That's so you know how usually there's the two spectrums of there's the the left versus right on the economic scale, and then there's the authoritarian versus libertarian on the social scale. Liberals tend to be on the left economically and then they're libertarian on the uh on the social scale and then leftists are authoritarian on the on this scale so they're they're kind of different they're much more extreme version they're closer to socialism communism more so than like liberals so i feel that currently right now i feel like the left has a stronger hold on the democratic but not everyone of course but i feel like they're much more pronounced right than uh they 
used to be, or the, I would say the fringe sex of the conservative people movement. Because I say the same thing. I have not heard a single, you know, I would say Democrat or CNN or anything, and this is just because I probably haven't seen it, say that they want a completely open border. There's, I feel, Bernie Sanders, for example, uh, no, actually, no, no, Bernie Sanders is a bad example because he's actually against open borders. Um, Kamala Harris, very open borders. She's our, uh, either Congresswoman or Senate from California. She's very for open borders. But does she represent the entire Democratic Party? She is a part of the Democratic Party. But no, no, she doesn't represent the entire Democratic Party, but she's also uh, a big forerunner for, and also, you know what, Hillary Clinton, I believe, she said, Open borders. I'm pretty sure she does not want open borders. I think Please. so. I'm not, I, I, I won't, I don't have, like, I know for a fact Kamala Harris said that. I'm not 100% sure on Hillary. But the point is, is that when you're saying that it's inhumane to keep the children uh, separated. separated and it's inhumane to keep children together with those parents, what are your other options? I see, I see that. You, you put them in a position. You put them in a place that's better. Putting in a fa- I could put a family in a jail cell and that's not cool. I could put them in a more open area. Everything, every, I would argue that every confined space that is going to be considered a jail cell for these people. No, that, no matter what. No, no, no that, that's, that's what, that's what you People think, are saying that's what children's centers think. are. That's what you, you're trying, you're assuming what other people are thinking. So right what about. I'm trying to say is if the parents were relocated to these child centers, mm-hmm. would that change anything? I don't think so because people are calling these things jail cells for kids. So what would be the difference if the parents were there? Yeah, but we don't know. No, so you, no, no, so you're again, you're assuming that 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 that's what the you're assuming what the left is thinking that they're calling that these these child centers are, are jails for for kids, that's, right? Yeah. So yeah. let's say let's say your assumption's wrong, and let's say they were put in a, like a big Walmart, right? And they're mm-hmm. they're just they're just sitting it's, there. It's just, I'm sorry, it's, it's a wall, ex Walmart store. Yeah, big, big ex. A yeah, big it's, a big, it's kind of transformed, right? Yeah. It's a big X Walmart, right? Yeah. Let's let's say there's two scenarios: either they are, or they are. You know, I'm trying to simplify it. Let's say that you were wrong, and that the left isn't saying that they're child jails, and that if you put the parents with them, would that be better for you? I'm, not- I'm so I think it's a tricky question because the, the question kind of is. Should we separate children or not? Right. And, I and think, if we keep them together, you're saying well, I, they wouldn't be happy anyways because they would still call them child jails. Yeah. So I would I would argue the other uh, the uh, the argument that I can pose a question is that if parents commit a crime here domestically, do the children go with them to jail? No, they don't go with them. So why would we say these are different? Because these, we are treating people who cross the border illegally as criminals, because they are, um, at least in my opinion, I think they're criminals. Um, so why do we treat these people? So again, we're trying to get, we're not like torturing these children. ICE agents are not torturing these children. They're doing the best that they can to provide a good environment for um, for these children and get them either into foster homes or into relative homes until this situation is resolved. That would be the exact same scenario you would do domestically. So I can see the argument about separating the children. I can also see the other argument where it is very important for the children to stay with their parents. I am, I agree with, you know, children maybe under a certain age, like let's say six or something, um, being given special permission to stay with the mother in like dormitory like situations. So it's still kind of a, you're still a prisoner, quote unquote, but you're with your child. Um, you know, I I wouldn't want to give them too much freedom to where they can potentially escape. 
right? Um, but I'm not, you know, I don't want them to be in like prison-like environments. But that's that is the key. That's the big difference, and that I would say that fix right there, that that solution right there, at least puts us in a step better than we are now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, we I think. That's a I think that's a fine solution. Yeah. Um, but I just but earlier I, you I ever, the only solution was either an open border or this. Well, the solution then your solution is keeping the child with the parents. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and putting them into better. Um, Dormitories. I think that's a, I think that's a, that's, I would vie for that. I, I'm kind of, I'm conflicted between the two of, uh, or the, again, three options, the separating children and, you know, better funding, let's say, of, of the system so that it doesn't seem as decrepit and kind of as scary. Um, option number two is keeping the children with the parents, uh, while they're being processed. And option number three is op- open borders. Um, Right, or open borders, or just releasing the parents and hoping that they come back for their court date, which is shown over 80% don't show up when they were doing that. So yeah, but we're, I, I think we're all in agreement that, that that's, that's, the bad, that's, yeah. that's probably not a good option. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, so I mean, I think it really does come down to those two. Um, I thought what you were kind of more leaning towards is giving, like, not putting them in a, in confinement. Like, they're not, like, no, they're, I yeah. would say that they should be detained, but at the mm-hmm. same time, you can keep them with the children. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm for that too, for the most part. Yeah, I, the only my only concern is just kind of, um, you know, making sure that these yeah that the parents are safe. Um, which I, I now that you you posed it like kind of an innocent till proven guilty, I understand that. So mm. keeping them together until they're otherwise um, proven to be not the parents. Um, yeah, so I think that's a pretty good common ground we can find on that. That was fucking lame. I, 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 I have to do it. You have to give it to me every once in a while. Just let me do it. Just allow it to happen every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it just blows my mind how people are ignorant of what's going on from both sides. Um, like, did you guys hear? about how the, well, what is she, the Secretary of Homeland Defense, um, she went to a dinner at a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. and a bunch of protesters came storming in and were just shouting at her, calling shame in, like, Game of Thrones fashion, like, shame, shame, at her while she was just trying to have dinner. Um, that's not right. Yeah, and I, I, I think that's just, like, you know, I'm, I'm for protesting uh, what you believe in and whatnot, he should have the right to do that. But I think there's a proper way to do it. That there's kind of, cause you know, these people are ruining people's dinners. They're, uh, you know, they're disrupting the business. Yeah. And then again, the, these same protesters also chased her down to her house and were all outside her house blasting music or not music, but, uh, the sounds of children screaming. Uh, uh, I, I mean, at what point did that just become harassment? Yeah. yeah. It, it was, it's essentially harassment. Yeah. So. You know, just the way that people, and, and I think part of it is it's a real bad ginning up by the media. And let's just say both sides, uh, media in general, I'm talking. But do you believe that? I do believe that there, I do believe that the, a lot of outrage has been ginned up by the media, that they, the media have caused a lot of outrage. But do you believe it's both sides? I do believe that, okay, so I believe that the left side is very much misrepresenting what's going on. There's, there's very blatant fat or truths that they're, uh, that they're lying about and that they 
there's a definitely a big bias as the fact that when this is happening under Obama, we hear nothing about it. Because it wasn't a zero tolerance policy. But the it same was still thing. happening, but it was definitely to a lesser degree than it is now. There because was more children detained. They think there's more, there was more children detained under Obama, or because the Obama administration went longer, or because no, no, no. It, 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 like, it was, it was like a, it was like an average time frame. Yeah, average. You know, I think average can be also blown out when we see Trump if we give him four years. Right, right. No, I, so. I, I got to. I that's true. I don't know what the the stats are on that, but my point is that it's still the same pulse. Would you say that the conservative media does the same thing? I think the conservative media did a, does a really bad job at um at defending the bad parts of it, uh, at being very unsympathetic to what's going on because they're trying to defend uh the you know everything that trump does is is you have to defend no matter what right yeah um so i think yeah i think they've also screwed up in a certain way i don't i don't know if they're thrown out like the thing that you told me about the with the children pointing the guns like if that's indeed true and i believe you um that's then i would say that's also just an outright lie and something terrible as well that you shouldn't be doing so um so yeah, I mean, there are there is blame to go around, but I, I think there's just a lack of factual information. That's what's frustrating me the most about what's like th- that people can't be honest about what's happening. And I think that, to be honest, I think that has to be due to twenty four hour news cycles. You know, at twenty when every time there's a twenty four hour news channel, then uh, they're desperate for news. Yeah, they're trying to grasp anything they can. They want to be the first to break it. They want to be. The first one to release some information, Boston Bombing, was a great example of this. When the Boston Bombing was coming out, I'm pretty sure they were just kind of throwing a name out. Yeah. They're like, "We found this. We're gonna we're gonna publish it. We're gonna send it through." And this guy was completely innocent, yeah. but people were yeah. chasing him down. People were trying to find him, and mm-hmm. you know, ruin. I would say probably ruined this guy's life to at least an extent because a lot of people probably never followed up on it. Mm-hmm. Or at least still believe that he's affiliated with it. Yeah, so. I think I was also on Reddit where there was like the Reddit detectives on the Boston bomber. They were trying to like look at pictures and trying to figure it out. Then they got they got they someone, did the same thing. They too. got someone's name wrong, mm-hmm. and then they, since they got his name wrong, I guess it was like a very similar name to the actual Boston bomber. Then they found his Facebook, and then everyone was like attacking him on Facebook. Like this is the guy. This is the guy. And then he's like, guys, it's not fucking me. It's, I just have yeah. like a similar name to him. Like I kind of look like. I, him. I remember this. Okay, this is a little, a little bit to a lesser degree, but I think it was um, Beyonce or something released a video or music video. I think it was like Lemonade or something. But it's kind of saying that I think Jay Z. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Was, but, was it Jay Z? Jay Z's the husband, right? Yeah, so. that he was cheating on with a girl. Yeah, something and like that. Yeah. I think they got the name wrong, and they people were saying oh, like yeah. it was Rachel Ray, the cook. Um, oh, the Food Network. <laughs> So, you know, I don't know. It was something. I, I, it was the song was a long time ago. It was it was something at the end of the song, something about her hair or something. Fuck, I forgot. I don't remember, was. but it, I remember. Rachel was it Rachel Ray? Ray? I think no, it wasn't Rachel Ray. It was Rachel Ray. Just got a ton of people from like was the the beehive, the beehive, the bee, yeah, yeah, so Beyonce beehive, or something. like a ton of people yeah, just death right. threats all over the place. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's just a nice lady making muffins, yeah, and pancakes yeah, in the morning, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the I mean, the problem is like, what's the solution to that? You can't like punish people for getting it wrong because that's kind of Orwellian. Uh, it's just like. I guess just holding the media accountable, right? Yeah, you just, you just, I mean, like, I mean, the best, the proper way to do it 
is that if if they fuck up, you know, you just you don't give them the views. You just don't watch their show. Mm-hmm. But they already get the views when, they, you get, they, when they got it wrong. Right, they right? already get the views. I mean, it's like in the future, it's like you you, you just don't watch a show and hopefully that their their views go down, their ratings go down That's until like, they change the until, way until they change the way they are. Yeah. But then some companies are like they're so big that like they don't see the direction that it's going. Maybe they just double down on it, you know, and then mm-hmm. they just they just fuck up even more. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah, they don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know. We were talking about this last uh, was it last week or two weeks ago. We were talking about how in like European countries or whatnot, they mentioned you have to have a certain period before media can publish anything or release any information about the case until mm-hmm. the case right. until the court case is over. But then we were talking about this, saying how that guy was talking about this case and that he got thrown in jail, mm-hmm. and you know he wasn't spreading false information. He was just talking about the case. Right, I don't believe I don't believe in that either. I believe that's expression of freedom of speech, right there. Yeah, um, weird middle ground. It's weird middle ground, right there. Speaking of suspension of free speech, get it out. You guys hear that memes are now illegal in? Well, was that It's the idea of copyright. Yeah, and no, I'm I'm obviously exaggerating, but where what country is this? Uh, you the EU, yeah, the EU. Okay. I got oh something on the EU that I read this morning, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, it's a new copyright law is going through. Most memes kind of use like pictures or snippets from yeah. SpongeBob ones. SpongeBob ones, probably example. one of my favorites. It shows how timeless and how evolved our memes have gotten. Right. When the SpongeBob memes are just always, always on point. <laughs> I, I saw always like, relevant. Slight tangent. I did see a, a, a meme, and this might be a meta meme, is where it's like uh, how to do a proper SpongeBob meme. Pause SpongeBob at any frame and then post it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a relevant meme. <laughs> I, mean, I do not keep up with the meme game too much, but all, you know what the SpongeBob memes are. I know of it, but yeah. I don't really keep up it's with the it. bikini bottom Twitter. But uh, it's too much for me. Anyway, so, yeah, so yeah, the, the the law basically says that every website has to submit their content to a um, like basically like kind of like a, a copyright database. And if you violate that database or if you, if you get hit with like copyright laws, I'm not sure if it's like the, the pieces of content get taken down or the whole website gets taken down. I don't quite know the details, but it depends, you know, people are getting kind of pissed because again, like certain things are going to be very heavily impacted. And then there's the question of like, for example, like memes is that really like a copyright thing are you profiting off of memes well, well, some, well some, some you do and at the end of the day it affects your image if the example was pepe the frog i think was a good example oh yeah the guy you know made pepe the frog as kind of just like a fun cartoon kind of thing had no affiliation with um alt-right radical extreme yeah thing but i think the government um established that and it was hate speech Oh, and, that, and that's a problem in and it of itself, whether Pepe should be a, have been considered a hate speech icon. Yeah, yeah it, well, enough pe- it hit to the point where enough people saw it was being used for hate speech. Yeah. That, and, it and, 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 basically and, into it. In all honesty, I believe is like once people are saying like, oh, this, is, this meme is becoming hate speech, there's probably a ton of people out there just making them into hate speech just for the fun of it. Yeah. But at that point, though, you're like kind of sparking the fire more. It's kind um, of like the, the question of a square and a rectangle, though, right? Where like, what do you mean? Well, as in, like, a square can be a rectangle, but a rectangle can't be a square. I think in the same way. 
Pepe the Frog can be turned into a hate speech thing as, as far as like, you know, putting a Nazi flag or whatever. But hate speech isn't defined by Pepe. Pepe like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's if not. enough people, yeah. if, if enough people started calling it hate speech, they're going to classify it as hate speech, whether it is. Tom, if, so like, isn't like, I mean, like the original swastika wasn't in like Indian culture or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like a symbol of peace, right? Well, yeah, in the opposite direction. In the opposite direction. Okay, so maybe, maybe I want to try and find an example where it's like, an exact copy of it, and then people just turned it into hate speech. Well, let's talk about the Confederate flag. That's it, you know. I well, I mean, the Confederate flag has like some like has like big history because no one did anyone view the Confederate flag as like something good. Like, yeah, yeah so yeah, I want to no, I want to think of something like innocuous. Well, no, like, like Pepe. It was viewed as a pride of the South. It still is viewed it, as a pride of the South. It was yeah. viewed but, as a symbol of states' rights. Yeah, but states then right. over the course but there's of people, time. people were against. Some people were against that, right? I want to try and find something super innocuous like Pepe the Frog. So if there was like, let's just say it was a picture of a, a pancake. Uh, let's say yeah. there's a picture of a pancake, right? Right. Just a fucking plain pancake. Right. And for some reason, a large majority of the KKK decided to use this pancake as a symbol of of their of them, right? Now it's like, does it make the pancake does, all of a sudden a KKK symbol? Yeah. yeah so, enough people. So, so, so no, yeah. let's say again. Let's let's say enough people do. Let's say a large majority. Let's say half the United States, for some reason think that this pan- pancakes are now associated heavily, heavily with the KKK. And if you eat pancakes, you're more than likely either a supporter of the KKK or, or some affiliation. But that's not, the, that's not the case, though, right? Like, yeah, it is the case. Okay, again, I'm just... The, it doesn't have to be a pancake. Out a hypothetical. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be a pancake. It could be right. in, in, anything, right? Something completely innocuous, because the Confederate flag is like... It had supporters and people that were against it, right? Right, So right. if you have something completely neutral, and that gets turned into a hate speech, mm-hmm. is, is that forever considered hate speech? That's what I'm saying, right? Is that just because a certain group of people use it, does that make it a hate speech symbol? I, I think if enough if enough people do, if enough people think that pancakes are... Okay, it's just like, you know, how about like Crips and Bloods, right? You mm-hmm. can you know, associate it red and blue. Right. Right? Or blue and red. Right. Yeah, backwards, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you if you wear that in the wrong side of town in, in L.A., right. Tom, you, you, might, you might get shot, right? Right. But does that mean that we should say, okay... Uh, you're never allowed to wear red or blue shirts yeah, because some, you're associated some, with the gang. Sometimes, it, some, would you would you would you wear I'm, a red shirt? I wouldn't do it because why would, I would you do it? Because I would be fearful for my life, right? right. But because, that doesn't make because, a red shirt. Because in uh, that context, I, in that context, it's it's bad. I, th- I think the idea is that at a certain point, enough people, I and mean, we're saying that a majority of the people, a large majority of the people, view this. Either symbol, flag, color as a hate speech. Then it they're going to have they're going to have to classify classify it, it as, as hate such, speech, yeah. whether or not it's true or not, or whether or not it's the intention of the actual creator. And that that was the problem that the guy who created that Pepe meme he he fought against it, saying like it shouldn't be hate speech. It's not. It was taken over by this subset of, of people pushing a idea that he does not believe in. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately speaking, I, I know it sucks for him, but at the same time, I feel like if enough people sees it in one way, unfortunately, you're going to have to at least identify it until that, until that mindset changes, right. until those people don't recognize it that way anymore. Then you can say, okay, we're taking it off the hate list. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah I guess I do. Cause I, you know, I, I do believe in copyright or copyrights as a general rule of thumb where, you know, if it's something you've created that you should own it you should kind of have a certain 
degree of freedom over it. So, I mean, it's not that I'm not sympathetic to the, to the copyright law. It just seems like such a, uh, well, I don't know. I don't care. I, I can say right now, I think it's a very useless thing that you did. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying right now, I don't think that, that that didn't move the needle in making us a better, yeah, well-accepted well You know what, if anything, it just fueled more me. Yeah, it's just, that's yeah, the thing. It's like the out. whole thing is like when you now, pe- and I'm pretty sure when that classification came out, boom, February the Frog was on every fucking yeah, way. You know, yeah. It's all hate speech and it just got way worse. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think you got to pick your choose your battle yeah. sometimes and I feel like that was just a, in all honesty, a useless. <laughs> well, <laughs> counterproductive. In the, in the U.S., I, I wouldn't put it on my resume. <laughs> no, right. In the U.S., because I know there's like, isn't there a fair use laws? Is this not a thing in the EU, or is it? Yeah, well, they're so, trying to change it. So fair so. use laws, at least I know in the United States, is like as long as you're not making money off of it, you can use um, something from another um, a copyright, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you make it somewhat original. Then you're you're under fair use. Yeah. You're allowed or to use it. Or if you use it for like parody purposes, right? Yeah, for example, fair. Pepe is being. Uh, right. I would you know by a, so the EU, a majority of the people, EU doesn't abide by this, right? Here's the thing, though. Like, here's one thing. So, is there a difference between Pepe jokingly used as a hate speech icon, like you know, just dressing up in KKK outfit? It's not like the KKK has formally said this is our symbol, right? It's not like Nazis have said Pepe is our symbol. So is that different from just you know a bunch of trolls essentially using it? Are you saying that as if, a joke? Are you saying that if an if an icon or trolls have uh, have made this icon and thrust it upon a certain group and and if they somehow associated it with them, even though in the, a joking manner, in a joking manner, well, guess what? It gets, it's associated with them, so right. But even, the, the, the question then becomes like, can we not put as a joke? Can we not put the let's say? Uh, I don't know. Can we not make fun of KKK on a bunch of different things? Like, for example, a SpongeBob episode that has the the KKK uh, hood as a joke. The, the reason why I don't believe it can, you can't separate them to art, is because you can't determine what was a joke and what wasn't. If I had no idea what the hell you guys are talking about, and to be honest, I'm kind of already there right now. <laughs> if I see a picture, I'm gonna be like, "Huh, that's kind of weird." That's uh, what Pepe's doing this, whatever it is, it's, I'm probably going to associate it with this. If I had no history of this meme, which I, you know, I don't know any, then I'm probably going to look at it and say, oh, that's probably what the intent is. Because until I, until I see more, and if I keep seeing the same thing reoccurring, reoccurring, then I'm going to say, that's what that meme means, right? And then you can tell me, you can tell me later that's not the case, but that's been pretty much that's my viewpoint of it until I am told otherwise and proven otherwise. And I don't, th- and I think that's also becomes a slippery slope or sorry, at least a uphill battle for you to do. Cause I can say like, just look at the last, I don't know, 10 images I just showed you. Look at the, the, the entire front page here of whatever website. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Why you, and you're going to tell me that's not what it was meant to be. Apparently it is now. Yeah. <laughs> It so, is now, yeah. I think so that's like the big thing. That, yeah, that's the hard but, part. But no, people are saying that's how it is. Like, again, there's no, I would say, or at least a very, very, very small subsect of people say, no, Pepe the Frog is our hate symbol, symbol symbol. We use this for the purpose of spreading hate. People aren't doing that. There's just a large amount of people who jokingly use it as a hate symbol, which I, I think is somewhat well, obnoxious, right? But people are taking it as hate symbol this, this Who, who's is the outside like this is the outside interpretation right, okay. of how the symbol is versus what 
the intent of the people are who are using it. But doesn't it become that if enough people start using it? Doesn't that symbol become something of hate speech if enough people are using it for that way? I mean, no, I'm saying instead of not using it in that way, if enough people believe in it. Enough people believe in it. Enough people, enough people so if the, it. if the trolls... Like, it wasn't like, cause I don't remember if this is real. I don't remember if people actually ate Tide Pods. Okay, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. People but, did. Okay, okay, oh, yeah. crazy. okay, there was, okay, there, there was, was a big ep- uh, okay. epidemic. Okay, 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 yeah. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember this thing. It was, it was a, this is a trolling thing on 4chan, right? And it's, um, um, a whole bunch of people on 4chan. They decided, they decided to start a rumor. I remember this one. If you put toothpaste on your nipples, that's what the kids were doing currently to get high. Taping toothpaste on their nipples was their was like the rumor started. That's how that's what kids are doing to get high now. It's their thing, right? And then they kept posting it enough, and then lo and behold, some I don't know if it was a big media news source, but some news station caught wind of it and they they ran a story on it. A couple a couple ran a story, right. and then that was their big like claim to fame. Like uh, the four chan boards, oh my god, we actually did it. And they're just laughing and having a good time on their message board, right? So does that make it true? No, it doesn't make it true. <laughs> it doesn't make it true. But guess what? Definitely... Enough people believe that it. it doesn't make it true because that's something factual. That's not. Yeah. Actually, that's like not drugs are happening. Right. But if you have something more symbolic, like oh, uh, pe- like uh, the Pepe frog, and it's like if enough people actually believe on it, you'll you'll have deniers and be like, oh, you're just denying it. You know. Yeah. It's, the difference between that, I would say, and then like a symbol is that a symbol only relies on your belief of it. Is it? It's it intangible. It's yeah, intangible. I can't. You know, if I did this. Uh, challenge or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I will find out very quickly. I'm not getting high, very quickly. I'm just right. being a fool of myself, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But I can't prove the symbol wrong. The symbol could be anything, and and it's just really what do people believe that symbol? But I, I mean, you can use this in so many different scenarios. Let's take the toothpaste for example. It's a symbol of white supremacy. Enough people believe that. Does that make? Does no, it mean no, so? No, it doesn't make. I think you're going down the wrong path here. You're going down the rabbit hole, man. Because <laughs> it can be proven wrong. Yeah. No, if, if enough if, people symbolize toothpaste as a symbol of white supremacy, mm-hmm. enough people believe in that. Does that make it a symbol of white supremacy? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I think there's like, isn't there like the two Latin terms like de facto and de jure, right? So de jure means like by the law, and de facto means like of the fact, right? So it's like if. It doesn't matter like what like the I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get this right. I, I feel like it, it would still make it a hate speech because because enough people believe that the toothpaste is a symbol of the symbol represents it at yeah. least in their minds. Even mind. even if it's not true, let's just say there's even no backing true, behind. Even it. if it's not true, because I can say like the let's say the it's US never thing. used in a white supremacist rally toothpaste. It's never used in. Uh, to promote this well, message, so then, I, I would people just, just get it into their head. Yeah, so I would, just, I, I would just ask, well, wait, like, I know it's a hypothetical, wait. but why? But yeah. like, why? Well, why would it become... because it's white? That's all you. No, no. no For example, no, and no, I can no, say, I can, I can do that. Like, like, fine. No, chocolate no, milk is a symbol of black. No, I'm, I'm just saying the reason yeah. why is because they have to see it enough times that associates with that hate speech or whatever it is, mm-hmm. hate crime, whatever it is. Yeah, and then they have to. So if I see it a ton of times and. You know, KKK uh, parades, for example, or I see it a ton of times with a hate speech attached to it. Then I'm going to start believing that it is. You could argue against me that it's not, but at the yeah. end of the day, until you do, I'm probably going to believe it is. Yeah, I, I, I under, I've never seen it before. I understand that it's a hypothetical, but I, f- I feel like it, it, there's got to be a little bit more substance to it. Like, if I think maybe a better example would be like stereotypes, right? Mm-hmm. Black people love watermelon. 
what is everybody loves watermelon. Watermelon's delicious, right. you know. But it's just like if the reason why we associate it with with black people is because we see more black people eating watermelon, and it just became a stereotype, right? You know where that came from. I see it, no, nobody knows where it starts. Right? Like watermelon, right? Yeah. It just starts. You know? Yeah, you know. So it's just like again, like we, we could bust out like tons of examples like that. But I mean, like the the main core of the example is that at least in this hypothetical, it has to be associated with it, like at least. Somewhat. So you can't just say, because toothpaste is white, it's a white national thing, you know? So, like, if... if It needs to have some form of backing for you to believe yeah. in it. So... Now, how about now? How about another? Because Pepe is used in a lot of different ways, which includes hate speech. It's yeah. also used in a lot of different goofy ways. But if but the majority of them start leaning towards hate speech, guess what I'm going to believe? I would... I, I would... I, I'm... I would contest saying that it's a majority... I don't know what the stats are of 30% of Pepe memes are white supremacist or 5%. They're just the loudest, because there's kind of the idea of like the broken engine sound the loudest, right? That's like saying me saying that, you know, if I, if I see a bunch of purple dyed hair girls, uh, being screechy feminists, then that must mean all purple dyed haired, uh, girls are feminists, right? It's, you're, you're doing the same thing where you're assuming that because a certain subsect of them are hate speech, and now you see that all of Pepe as a hate speech symbol. Yeah, no, and but that's the thing. I would say, I would say that the reason why they, at some point or another, and they kind of put it into their program, saying that this is part of hate speech now, is because it hits some type of threshold. It hits yeah. something where it became Who just in, that threshold. That, it's a feeling. That com- it's, well, honestly, no, it's not a feeling. I, I think say. it's a feeling. It's a company, you know, or not a company. No. It's an organization. It's a group of people that had to deem this. Again, I don't believe that it really moved the needle in any way. But I, they had to look at it and say, like, this is something that's popular enough. It hits our side. They don't just go through and say, oh, this is it. This that's, is why. I don't true. think. That's, see, that, that's, but that's a really risky proposition because then you start talking about like Southern Poverty Law Center. Where they're kind of considered the premier anti-hate group thing, credibly wildly left bi- leftist yeah, bias, yeah. and they get it wrong a bunch of times. They just really they just got sued recently. Are they and a government organization? No, no, that's true. That's the but I, I don't trust whether something's government's made of people, right? <laughs> they can just make the same exact mistakes as a private organization. Hundred percent, and I yeah. would say this was a mistake. And but that's the thing: if they but they don't just do it willy nilly. They don't just go through and just say, this is what it is, and that's because I saw, I feel it this way. I feel it this way. No, everyone has different interpretations of it, right? So then uh, what I'm talking about is at some point, I I don't like the idea of saying, well, if they say it's a hate symbol, then it's a hate symbol. No, I I don't like that. But that's the thing. I disagree with them. That's why I say that. I think it's stupid. I disagree with them. But it doesn't mean that you can't just assume that they just did it because they wanted to do it. Well, no, of course not. I think good intentions can be... Or that they didn't have any background for it or any support for it, right? I, there's, there can be a certain support, but again, a small group, if they yell loud enough, can sound like a big group. Yeah, right? but all their job is is just to identify what's in the media on the outside. And if they identify that this hit some type of threshold, then I'm going to say like, I, I, I just don't like, it. I just don't like the idea of a certain group of people deeming something to be Okay. Something. No, you know, I, I think, I, you know what? I think you don't like it, but I think that's the way it is. Even if not in like the context of like, of memes, I think like advertisers, okay? If you have, if there, if there's a product, 
let's say nobody knows about it, right? Let's say when Apple first came out, right? Mm-hmm. What you just said, I, I feel like I want to quote you exactly on it, is like you don't like the idea of a certain group of people trying to inf- decide, yeah. decide or influence others. Advertisers, that's their number one job, though. Marketing, that's their Mar- job. Marketing, that's, that's their job. So, I mean, like, regardless of it is, so it's like a, a, a group of people are trying to make you want to buy Apple products or Coke products because they're trying to, and I, I disagree with Kelly on this point. I think they're trying to make you feel a certain way. You know, so it's like if, if an organization can influence how you feel, cause like it's your beliefs, like, oh, Coke tastes good. Like I, I would love a Coke right now. It's like a feeling I would, I would enjoy a Coke. Right. You know, I would prefer a Coke right now. The, the reason why I think it's different and if we're going to talk about the hate speech versus like, um, like a marketing ploy against what, like a Coke product, right? them deeming it a hate speech doesn't provide them with profits, doesn't provide them with any like. They don't. Their job doesn't get better, you know. Like I don't see. I don't see it that way. They don't make more because they do this. And I hope that's not the case. You know, maybe it is, but I don't see it. You know, there. That that's a major difference. A Coke product advertising. If they do it right, their profits go up. This one, not really. You're serious, saying that if a, if a, if the pay pay me, pee pee me, whatever becomes like really big, that that the trolls or the or the KKK, neither of them are going to profit, right? No, the organization that deemed it as a hate crime is not going to profit from this. Oh, oh, they so don't get money from from it getting attention. They don't the get money. The from only this. thing that they, the, I feel like, the only benefit they get if they decide that it's hate speech is that they can um, they could stop other hate speech from coming up. I don't know. But there's sometimes you don't need to get necessarily get a profit out of it to do something. Like for example, uh, the people who are protesting against sweatshops, right? Where they uh, you know, they're not getting anything out of it, but they get a good feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what these centers sometimes are doing, right? Like the Southern, Southern, uh, law center, whatever, uh, poverty law center. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure they get, do get some profit based on, um, uh, identifying hate groups, but they identify hate groups in one direction and they're not benefiting, they're not benefiting from, um, you know, just, uh, Identifying these hate groups, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm getting exactly. tired. I'm nice getting tired. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm getting tired. Alrighty, well, we're about coming up on the last hour right here anyways. The only hour. The only hour because... The best hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's call it right there. That's a good point. Um, gone through a lot. We went to immigration. Immigration. Yeah. So immigration and child right separation. Now. Uh, copyright law. I think that's kind of about it, though. But then we kind of branched out a little bit here and there. But yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you everyone again for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, Appreciate all the listens. Please come back. Even if you are bots. (laughs) Apparently, we think that there might be bots on. Really? Well, I hope you guys. Who the hell would listen to this whole thing? (laughs) (laughs) See you guys later. Have a good night. I like that one a lot.